howdy, 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 sis, let's chat. So today I do have a special guest with me. Um, I'm not going to do a drum roll this time. <laughs> She's laughing already, so <laughs> it's going to be a pretty interesting time. Right. I will let her introduce herself. Uh, my name is Crystal Elijah Davis. I um, am Deidre's cousin, and that's about all that we need to know. All right. So she's she's kind of like secretive like me. You know, we like to keep things hush hush. So Absolutely. <laughs> we don't like everybody Absolutely. up in our business. Uh, so today our topic is going to be about Kanye. What's new with it? It's not going to be any gossip or anything of that nature. But I do want to talk about um, his new album that he released that is called Jesus is King. Mm-hmm. Hashtag is pretty dope even though she's kind of a hater right now on <laughs> some of the songs. I, hey, it is what it is. I don't dislike it. I, I think it's a pretty dope album, um, but Crystal and I were talking about how it's not so much on like how the songs sound, but mm-hmm. more so of focusing on Kanye's journey right? Um, and his right. encounter with Christ. So those are some of the takeaways that we want you all um, to know about, like, we just want you to understand mm-hmm. um, the word love, what it means to be um, a Christian and what it means to love and how it is an action and also a choice, um, but also something that God commands us to do. So absolutely, you really don't have an option in right. loving. In loving. Yeah. Right. I'm going to throw a disclaimer out because I don't dislike his album. I'll be really clear. It's just not my cup of tea. I'm a little more old school. I don't have anything. Like, there's nothing wrong with his album. Please do not (laughs) crucify me on social media. Like, I just, it's not my thing. I like some of the words, but the sound is just not my thing. I can't vibe to it. But I do appreciate it as the work of art that it is. Yes. There we go. That's that's good. (laughs) So what's, what's your favorite song then on the album? Um, my favorite one, honestly, so far is the first one every hour because of the way he comes in, to be yeah. really honest with you. Um, and then every I like the hour. God is. Yeah. Yeah. Every second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of that. Um, and it was really quick. I appreciate that too. I appreciate a quick album. Yeah. It was like all of 27 minutes. That's it? Yeah. Like each, each song was like a minute and a half though. The whole album like is 27 minutes. 11 songs, 27 minutes. I appreciate that. Yeah. it was a real easy listen. Yeah. Yeah. I, I vibe with that. Yeah. So we also want you guys to know too, like, um, how to show more love and mm-hmm. less judgment because I'm not even going to lie. Social media has been off the chain lately with like Kanye and we have some believers who are on one side of the fence, but some believers mm-hmm. who are on the other side of the fence and they're saying, oh, well, I think it's fake. And some people are saying, oh, I think it's real. And then you have people like me where I'm like, is it really our place to judge? Right, <laughs> right. And does it matter? Right. Does yeah. it Does it really matter? Um, is it our place to judge? Um, because his journey is between him, him and, God. and God. Absolutely. Yeah. So we do have um, a couple of scriptures, um, but well, before before we even get to the scriptures, um, I, I want to hear your thoughts on his his journey, what you've heard or what you've read upon, and mm-hmm. just what you think about it. I'm actually in the middle of like a a digital detox, so I really <laughs> have not been looking a lot at like what other people have been saying about it. I just kind of know what my stance is on it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I feel like I have the same stance that I feel like God would have or that God kind of puts inside of me, which is that when someone comes back to the faith, like if we have anybody who like falls or anybody that like strays or does any of that, when they come back as believers, we should be celebrating that Mm -hmm. as opposed to like judging the person or making a judgment call about whether or not it's real or it's not real or whatever that is. Because like you said, it's not our place. Like it really is not our place to judge where somebody's heart is yeah we can't see someone's heart and so my whole thing is like as a believer when i see someone make a confession or some type of profession that they are coming back to the faith my job as a believer is to uphold you and Mm -hmm. to pray for you and to love you and to do whatever i need to whatever that like path is looking like or whatever that journey looks like it's not up to me to decide like what that person's heart is doing yeah um so as far as he's concerned I feel like as as a person of the faith, it's my job to make sure that I am praying for that person, making sure that like, hey, you know, praying that God will guide them and lead them, open their eyes up, direct them, do all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that I love on them. And then I not put a bad word on that person or like write bad stuff about them on social media or do any of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I support him. I support him. If, if that's what he's doing, if that's what he says he's doing, I support whatever his journey is. I vibe with that. Yeah. Why do you feel like, because, um, and, and when I say we as mm-hmm. believers, like I'm lumping us all, all together, together because I mean, we're the body of Christ. Absolutely. So when one falls, like we all, we fall. all fall, we all look bad. Mm-hmm. If, one, if one of us look bad, we <laughs> right. all look bad. Right. Um. So I, I really want to hear your thoughts on like, why, why do you feel like some of us as believers are kind of having a hard time accepting Um, somebody who's in the music industry with a huge platform Mm -hmm. who's in, you know, the quote unquote Hollywood world to come to Christ and profess his love. Why are we having a hard time with that? It, you know what? I think, honestly, like, I don't know why we have issue with that. Cause I think about, if you think about like who your God is and the God that you serve, do we serve a God who cannot touch a person who is, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, do I serve a God? Like, it's it's really about like who, what kind of God do I serve? Like, how do I view God? So do I serve a God who's not big enough to reach Hollywood? Mm -hmm. You see what I mean? Like we, we're really big on being like, Oh, I don't believe him because it's all show and it's whatever. God places his people everywhere. Yes. Like everywhere. And you need all of us doing all kinds of things. Like you said, we're the body of Christ. So some of us are hands, some of us are feet. Some mm-hmm. of us are, we need people with money yeah, to be able to boy. do that kind of influence and <laughs> yes. stuff. We need people in the media. We need these people because as the body of Christ, we got to be in there everywhere. Yeah. Um. So it's crazy to me that we like judge people based off of like, oh, he has a lot of money or he's in the media. It's like, but the God I serve, we say he is omnipresent. Right, right. <laughs> so he's everywhere. Right. So I have to believe that my God is big enough to talk to somebody who is quote unquote untouchable mm-hmm. or whatever we want to consider these people. But in the same way that he is a man with a soul, we are men with souls and everything else. So I'm like, that's good. God is able yeah. to touch a soul regardless of how big people have made this person or how little we consider people. Mm. And in that very same thought, you have to think about the fact that we you kind of shrink when you say somebody else is too big for God to touch. Like he touches us. So then, then like, what are you saying? Ah, that's good. Like, are I like you that. saying like we are minute <laughs> while somebody else is in the media and they're huge and they're big and they're able to be all over social media and stuff. Like, what are you saying? One about your God. Mm-hmm. And then two, what are you saying about yourself? And the yeah. fact that God said you were a masterpiece and God said that he could use you too. Like what, like, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. So I think it's really a matter of like our definitions of like who our God is mm-hmm. and what he said he would do through his people. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. That makes sense. I like how you put that. I think that it's also kind of like God exposing mm-hmm. the church. Absolutely. Um, but not in a bad way. Like, right. a lot of times we when we hear the word exposure, we're like, I'm about to out you in front yeah. of everybody. When it's really not that. Like, it's really just a heart check. Like, right. where are we at right now? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, my, my word that... I've been saying constantly that the Lord has been giving me is kingdom builders. Like, yeah. And that's exactly yeah. what we are. But how can we be kingdom builders if we have all of this hatred and we whatever else in our heart that's right. tangled all up? So I think, and not saying that I know what he's thinking, but it just seems like he's like, hey, yo, church, right? Uh, I need you to wake up. Right. This is what's happening right, right now. This is what I'm planning on doing. Right. This is who I plan on using. Right. How are we going to respond to it? Exactly. I think that it holds us accountable as well to say like, man, am I really judging? Right. Am I really believing that my God is capable to save someone, redeem someone right. just like he did with me? Absolutely. That's, I, I think that it's kind of just a heart check right now. It is a huge heart check and it's a humbling thing. Like when you really sit down, like you said, God is kind of showing us ourselves. Mm-hmm. When you sit down and you start worrying so much about what other people are doing and you really take a moment to like not talk at God, but really listen to him back. Like he's going to show, like none of us are perfect or we wouldn't still be here. Right. It really is like, cause I, I asked myself, like I'm sitting and I'm thinking like, what was the like cardinal sin that Kanye did? Like what was his? Like Right, <laughs> right. I'm like, what is what I mean, I understand, it? like, we don't agree with his music. Like, people don't agree with his music or whatever. But I'm like, what did he, like, what was the, like, do you know? Like, what, what was the, like, oh, no. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did this. Like, what was it? Like, is it because he just went and sang secular? Is that, like, I, I don't know. Now that you put it in that perspective, I'm like, what, what is it know. that he did that was so bad? Yeah, like, like, we're, we're so shocked that he came back. Like, I'm like, because here's the funny thing that I used to always say about Kanye. So, he started out very like vocal about being in the faith absolutely he started out very vocal and then he had a trauma happen right which a lot of times we forget like when trauma happens a lot of times people run from god as opposed to running to him and i think he had a trauma but the funny thing is whenever i would talk to people about kanye i would be like he's grounded and he has the foundation Mm -hmm. so he's going to come back yeah always always said that to people like i'm like he's he's grounded like he has a foundation i'm like he's just lost yeah he's lost right now like he has foundation in the same way that we do yep um and so i always like this doesn't shock me like this new album doesn't shock me because i'm like when you're grounded in something if it was real from jump i really feel like you will come back like i really feel like i mean god will get his children he is waiting on his children i don't care how far we kind of drift (laughs) or some of us be gone for like years um he's always a forgiving guy he's always there to like welcome us back Mm -hmm. um that brings me to the prodigal son let me pull um one thing that i always love about the prodigal son is that one prodigal because people always think that means you like ran away right (laughs) i'm like like, let's hello church people (laughs) please do your research on what prodigal means it means wasteful it means like he took the things that god gave him or like or how we take the things god gave us he took the things his father gave him and he like wasted it Mm -hmm. and splurged and and used it in ways that it was not intended for and Mm -hmm. that is prodigal Mm -hmm. (laughs) um just a little quick lesson Um, prodigal does not mean you ran away. Webster Dictionary. Yeah, we just, yeah. <laughs> Come on, church people. Anyway, so Luke 15, I'm going to read verse 20. 
through 24. But before I read, the thing that I love about it is because while the son was out there kind of doing whatever he wanted to do, at a certain point he was like, wait, my daddy's rich. <laughs> like, I don't have to be doing this. Right. Like, I can go home and be a slave to my daddy. And I'm still going to be living better than eating slop and doing all this kind of <laughs> stuff. Which is, I always say that's like the aha moment when we all come to a, like a point where we're like, I don't have to do this. Yeah. Like, I don't have to live for the world like this. Like, I don't have to do this. Like, and here's the part that amazes me all the time. So verse 20 says, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion on him and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. That means like his dad was like looking for him. Absolutely. He was like out like it's every day. Kid. Yep, <laughs> every day. Back. Where is he at? And it's the same thing that God does with us. And he says, and the son said to him, father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet and bring the fatted calf here and kill it and let us eat and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Yeah. And they began to be merry. Okay. That's good. Um, And I feel like that is the, it's a, it's a parable and we're always supposed to take lessons from parables mm-hmm. the same way jesus said like he, him who has eyes to see let yeah him see or ears to hear let him hear mm-hmm. um we should take some kind of lesson from that when someone comes back into the faith in the same way that god like welcomes them back with open arms is the same way that we as his children <laughs> should welcome people back yes and but some of us do like the rest of the story where the brother was like you don't ever so do mad. nothing for me. Yes. <laughs> like, the brother was real mad. You mean the fatty calf? Like, <laughs> you're going to bring the fatty calf? Like, it's like, yeah. Like, I'm, Jesus is so happy when we come back. Mm-hmm. Like, when we come back to him, and I always think about, like, how amazing people's testimonies are after that. Absolutely. When you've gone and you've done who knows what. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you come back to God and he's open and welcoming to you. It's from that place that I feel like a lot of times he he makes some of his best yeah. like soldiers and people who are really for the faith and really fighting for things. So I'm excited, honestly, about what can be happening with Kanye. Like Absolutely. What that's going to do. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's my standpoint on it. I was looking at like even some of his pictures. Um, you know, like previous <laughs> pictures, like he bro would not smile like right. in none of his pictures. Right. And I'm I'm just seeing like he's smiling mm-hmm. and I'm like this is a new person. Look, mm-hmm. I'm I'm like talking about him like I know him like he's been to the family right. reunion or something. Right. But <laughs> right. But I mean like he's smiling in his pictures and I'm like that's mm-hmm. joy. Absolutely. And the only time you can get peace and joy, joy is, is from, genuinely yeah. from the Lord. Like the world cannot give that to you. Cannot. And I'm like if you can see it on the outside then definitely we know that something on the inside yeah. is happening and yeah. this man is professing jesus's name absolutely like i i wouldn't say that i got into a heated debate with anybody but <laughs> it was kind of a disagreement it's just hot but it was <laughs> but it was a respectful disagreement you know yeah. we were just talking about they're like well he's he's saying the name of god but he could be like the antichrist and i'm like Bro, he's saying Jesus's name. Like, come on, like, right? What, what are we talking about? Right. But like, how would you, how would you steer that back to? Um, because I, I really feel like um, some of us need to be embraced as well mm-hmm. with 
those of us who can kind of relate to the prodigal son's brother, mm-hmm. how how can we embrace them as well? Because we're embracing Kanye like, woo, right. welcome back to the family, bro. We're glad to have you. But what about the the son, the brother who feels forgotten about or mm-hmm. lost? Or well, what about me? Like, how can we also embrace them? Because they're going through a lot as yeah. well. It's hard. It's really hard when you've been doing what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then people come in at the last minute who ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing. <laughs> and we all get the same treatment. Yeah. Because what's the parable where it was like the parable of the, I don't know, they was out doing work. And the people were getting paid, like who started early in the morning. And then I cannot think of the name of the parable. Y'all forgive me. It might be in Luke. But it is in Luke. Okay, it is. Hey, <laughs> it's in Luke. Okay. I, I think it is we know in Luke. Where it I, is know, in the I know where it is. <laughs> Google it. Um, yep, Google it. So, just Google it. It's okay. So they were working early in the morning and they were getting mad like as people started to come in later in the day because they like, wait, because at the end, the guy paid them all the same amount. Yep, <laughs> and they yep. were like, we've been here all day. Right. Like, why do we get paid a different amount? Um, And the thing is like, that's, that's how it is with God. Like mm-hmm. whether or not you've been saved for 10 years, five years, seven years, whatever the case is, your whole life, you ain't never did a thing wrong or none of that. Mm-hmm. We all still get salvation at the end of the day. Right. So even if a person comes in at the very last minute, they still get salvation. Right. Um, but I think we need to flip how we look at that. Cause that's I think I we are say. sad a lot of times like, well, that's not fair. That's not fair. But it's like, Think about, though, the privilege you've had of serving God for so many years and being able to be, like, in his hands. Do you know what I mean? Like, in the, in a safe place, and he's been using you yes. and developing you and doing all that kind of stuff. So, But then you think about the person who got saved at the very last minute. Say God comes back, like, today, and he, the person who just got saved, like, they didn't even have time to, like, really do his work. Yeah. So do you feel sorry for you, or do you feel sorry for the fact that they never had the opportunity to really, like, develop into the amazing person that God called them to be. That's good. That's a good way to yeah, look at so it. Yeah, so I think it's just switching, like, your perspective. It's always perspective. Mm-hmm. Has God been able to, like, use me in all of these years? Like, has he developed me into something amazing? Because there are people who have just joined the faith who probably are, they feel kind of sad, like, that they don't know, like, I don't know how to turn to Luke in my Bible. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, yeah, yeah. I don't really know how to hear God's voice for real. And we up here walking with him and hearing him every day, and we mad because somebody. Yeah, you know, or mad that yeah. he's talking too much. Like, man, yeah. be quiet. You're like, a no, bit. Jesus, I'm going to do this today. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I'm tired. Yeah. But it's like, would you rather switch? That makes sense. Like, perspective. Would you switch? Like, would you take away that relationship that you have with God or that you have had with God for so long or whatever? Would you take that away? Mm hmm. I think it's just a perspective thing, understanding that every year that I've had with God, every year and opportunity that I've had to like walk with him is a blessing. And yeah. I should not be jealous because somebody comes into the face. I should I should surround and love on that person and walk with that person and do whatever and be happy that they came back or that they're just coming to the faith or whatever. It really is just perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do as a person of the faith to love people What's the uh, scripture, the two commandments that he gave us? To love him, first and foremost, but Uh then to love others as As ourselves. Ourselves, yeah. And if we are loving others the way that he, like... Like we love ourselves, mm-hmm. that means I'm happy for you <laughs> that you are doing better. That means that I am loving on you. That means that I am supporting you. That means that I am walking with you as you develop into whatever it is that God calls you to be. Mm-hmm. I think that God calls something like I think that that's a great calling for God to like call you to disciple other people. Absolutely. 
Come on, Crystal. Yeah. Come on. I'm big <laughs> so, on yeah. discipleship. Come Absolutely. on. Come on. And so, no, I'm not. Like, why? Like, I'm like, I wouldn't trade that for nothing. The right. ability to be able to wake up every day and be like, what's my assignment today? And he'd be like, I need you to call this person. Right. Do this. Check on this person. Right. Walk with this person. Right. Sit up at 2 a.m. with this person if right. you have to. Like, whatever it's going to take. Like, I feel like it's a blessing for God to trust you enough with his people. That's <laughs> so good. I'm like, hey. Yeah. That's real good. So then after we change our perspective, mm-hmm. then how would you say that we would genuinely understand what love is? Because yes, love is an action. It is. Like absolutely. It's, it's, it's something that you do, but mm-hmm. it's also a choice as well. Like it is a choice. You're choosing to love. Like mm-hmm. Christ chose to love. He did. God chose to give his son. Right. That's definitely. He didn't have to. He could have been like, nah, we would all be cool with all (laughs) y'all. Bye. But he chose to do that. So how how would you help some of us to get to the point where we choose love over jealousy, or we choose love over Mm -hmm. hatred, we choose love over categorizing? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How how would you walk someone through that? Um, first is a is I think it's a matter of understanding what love is in the first place. Mm-hmm. People always like you can't define love. <laughs> I'm like, God, yes, you it's, can. It's, it's it's already defined in yes. the Yes, like He definitely <laughs> already gave us like a hey, this is what love is. Mm-hmm. Like love is patient, love is kind, Absolutely. love is whatever. One thing that I always tell people like if you say no, I've been loving. Plug your name into that scripture everywhere where it says love mm-hmm. and see if you have been all of those things. So if, for me, it would be crystal is patient. Crystal is kind. So based off of that today, <laughs> I was not. It worked. So no, I was not loving. <laughs> no, I was not patient and kind. Oh, and man. all these things that like that it really is a matter of, like for real. Plug your name in mm-hmm. and see if if it rings true. Yeah. If anywhere in there something's off, I'm not being loving. Yeah. Um, as far as like walking that out with people. I think it is that just that whole like dying to sell peace and caring more about other people than you care about yourself. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's it. Like really just realizing like God put us all, like we all have an assignment to care for other people. Like you are, your, your assignment's not about you. Mm-hmm. It never is about you. Yeah. Um, and so just understanding that God like put us here to love on other people and to walk with other people and to show them what that looks like. I think the best way that we can teach other people how to not be judgmental, and how not and how to love is by the way that we are behaving ourselves in front of them. Mm-hmm. Your biggest testimony and, and greatest testimony is always going to be your life and how you live it in front of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have to show people when they're like still like being judgy. I have to be the person that's bold enough to speak up and say like, yep. you know, that's that's not really loving y'all. Like, yep. <laughs> like yep. can we, hey, like, and even if it's joking, it depends on how you know the people. So I know, like, if I know the people well, I'm like, come on, y'all. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, like, if I don't, I'm the person that kind of stands up and I say, like, well, like, <laughs> have you thought of it this way? Have y'all way? thought about the fact that they could possibly this? <laughs> yeah. Like, so you j- but it really is a matter of being bold enough to stand up for what you believe and bold enough to stand up for, like, what God told us to do. Mm-hmm. He called us to be loving, not yeah. to be judgmental, not to be any of that stuff. So... It's how we live and the examples that we set on a daily basis while people are watching us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And I think it's also a constant reminder that, like, the Lord is sanctifying us. Yes. Daily. All the time. Like, 
the word sanctifying, a lot of people think it means, oh, I'm holy. No. I'm sanctified. <laughs> Not a Washed in the blood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, no, nah, sanctified is it's- Deidre's ratchet some days. And the Lord is constantly working yeah. on her heart. Constantly working on her mind. Yeah. Renewing her every day. Daily. Yes. Yeah. Every single day. Every single day. So, I think that's all I have. Just, oh, Matthew 6, 12. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I have Romans too, so we like we need to get both of those scriptures. Okay. So Matthew six twelve, um, it says, "And forgive us our debts, as we have mm-hmm. also forgiven mm-hmm. our debtors." Mm-hmm. So we hear that all the time in the Lord's prayer, and Chris and I were actually sitting down breaking down the Lord's prayer, mm-hmm. and in that section, a lot of people just think that it means, "Okay, God, forgive me." Mm-hmm. But we leave off like (laughs) the meat in it Uh that says, forgive me of my sins only if I am willing and Mm -hmm. able and the amount that I'm willing and able to forgive Forgive another person. Mm -hmm. So the amount that I forgive Crystal is the amount that I'm expecting the Lord to forgive me. Right. So I think that's a heart check for us. Absolutely. Am I forgiving this person like how Christ would genuinely wash me and cleanse me and Mm -hmm. make me new? Or am I loving with stipulation? Right. Like you said before, we need to love without stipulation. Right. So can I forgive this person without um, stipulation? Yeah. Because, and that's what we call conditional love. When you're going back into love, like everybody wants unconditional love from somebody. Mm -hmm. We are like, oh, you should love me regardless. I can be as ugly and whatever to you as I want to be, but you please, like God told you to love me unconditionally. Mm -hmm. We're that way. Or God told you, you have to forgive. Mm -hmm. But then it's like when we flip those things, are you able to forgive somebody of their like of deep dark sin? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like somebody can do think of the worst thing that somebody can do to you. Are you able to forgive them? Because that's what God is calling you to do. Like, right. hey, forgive in the same manner. Like, be forgiven in right. the same manner that you forgive people. Right. And then, I, whenever people tell me they have issues with forgiveness, I always remind them of the fact that Jesus died on the cross for us. Um, <laughs> and he did nothing like he did absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. We offend him all the time, all day. And we still be like, but Jesus, I mean, he, Jesus, he should forgive us. It's like, but, but you're, you're a repeat offender. Right. All the time. Right. Like, Cause we do that to people. We're like, they keep doing the same thing over and over and over. It's like, but you keep doing the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over. And Jesus is still there. Open arms, open heart to forgive yeah. you unconditionally, regardless of how deep, dark, and ugly you think it is and what it is that you did. Mm-hmm. And that's the same manner that he's calling us as his hands and feet to forgive other people. That's good. I'm yeah. right with that. Yeah. Um, I had Romans 2-1. Okay. Last but not least. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> you are inexcusable, oh man, whoever you are who judge. Mercy. For in whatever you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. But we know that the judgment of God is according to the truth against those who practice such things. Okay, so that's just a reminder to us that like it's not our job. <laughs> yeah. It's not our job to it's not our job to judge. Um and in the same manner that we judge other people is the same manner that people will judge us. Mm-hmm. And we will be judged. Yeah. Yeah. I vibe with that. Yeah. Love without stipulation. Mm-hmm. Love without conditions. And... Without conditions. He yeah. had to work on me on that loving without conditions. Because I'm like, I love you, <laughs> but you made me mad. Yep. So I don't love you today. He's yep. like, Deidre, sis, like you cannot <laughs> do that. And yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. 
But it took me understanding, okay, what is love? Mm-hmm. Christ died on the cross for me. That is yep. the ultimate amount of love Absolutely. that will cover a multitude of sins yeah. forever. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I can't get over that. So yeah, it's the fact that he did that for me. I, yeah. the least I can do is extend the same thing. Exactly. To other so, and that's yeah. our challenge for you. The least you can do extend that amount mm-hmm. to other people. So we are pushing 28 minutes right now. We're <laughs> right. going to go ahead and cut it off. Absolutely. So Crystal, thank you for joining mm-hmm. me on the Howdy Sis Chat. And for the people out there listening, we will chat, chat, chat it up next time. Bye.